from India's largest newsroom. I'm Arun George, and this is the Times of India podcast. Five-year-old Pradeep and his sister had on Sunday gone for the first time to their daddy's place of work at Hyderabad's Amberpet. A pack of dogs attacked, mauled, and killed him. आवारा कुत्तों ने इस कदर आतंक मचाया हुआ है कि दिल्ली के वसंत कुंज में आवारा कुत्तों ने दो भाइयों को नोच नोच कर खाया और उनकी जान चली गई है Two horrific cases of deaths due to attacks by packs of stray dogs have been reported recently which has again put the spotlight on how India should deal with the issue. In Hyderabad, a 5-year-old was mauled to death by a pack of dogs. In Delhi, two children were reportedly mauled to death by a pack of stray dogs. But the issue is a contentious one given the strong views on how to deal with the problem. In today's episode we're looking at two aspects related to that of stray dogs. One is the issue of disease spread by stray dogs in the country. We're taking a closer look at the concerns over rabies. We're also taking a look at the issue of packs of stray dogs attacking people and possible solutions to that. One big concern with any dog bite is the illness of rabies. Dr. D.H. Ashwath Narayana is a professor at the Department of Community Medicine, KIMS in Bengaluru. He's also the former president of the Association for Prevention and Control of Rabies in India. He explained to my colleague Alka Dubkar why we can't afford to take the issue of rabies lightly when it comes to dog bites. Rabies, you know that is caused by rabies virus is 100% fatal. This is one infectious disease which is 100% fatal. Till now, there is no treatment available. So we need to manage this uh, animal bite cases so that we want to prevent rabies. So as soon as they come, we need to mechanically wash out or clean the rabies virus from the site of bite. so because the saliva will have the rabies virus and we need to clean it so immediately we will ask them to wash the wound with soap and water and uh, apply antiseptics and then as per the government of uh, government of india or who recommendations we administer uh, rabies vaccines but in case wherever the bleeding wounds are there wherever the dog bite or animal bites we need to inject rabies monoclonal antibody or rabies immunoglobulins which are life saving Dr Narayana says the number of deaths due to rabies spread by dog bite have reduced as the human vaccine for the illness has become more widely available. So, uh, rabies vaccinations are absolutely safe and effective. Among all the vaccines they are absolutely safe and effective and this has made the rabies uh, problem to come down uh, in this country. So, one side we we are looking at the mass dog vaccination and controlling the rabies in the reservoir reservoir is the dogs and other animals mainly dogs and controlling rabies by providing post exposure prophylaxis the vaccine as well as the life saving rabies immunoglobulin and the rabies monoclonal antibodies definitely it has uh, gone a long way in reducing the human rabies uh, death burden but dr narayana says that to have any rabies control program in the country we need to have an accurate estimate of the number of dogs in the country He points out that a 2019 livestock census pegged the number of free roaming dogs in the country at around 1.59 crore. However, he is pretty certain the number is much higher. Dr. Gauri Yale says it's very important to know how many stray dogs are there before you can start a vaccination or sterilization campaign and expect it to be effective. Dr. Gauri is a veterinarian and works with Mission Rabies in Goa, which aims to eliminate the spread of rabies through dog bite. 
she explained to Alka the challenges of stopping the spread of rabies through stray dogs. If you don't have baseline data to know how much you already have in your city, um, you won't know uh, how much to budget for and how much reduction is happening. Um, so, no, the dog population estimates that we have currently are not accurate. Um, but something is better than nothing. There are numbers there which help um, smaller municipalities to plan something. Um, but if someone is planning uh, a program, I would strongly advise to get a proper estimate uh, done. And there are various organizations that are capable of doing, capable and helping uh, doing this. It would, doesn't take too long. It takes just two weeks of work to get an estimate. With dogs, especially stray dogs, they're hiding. You can't walk on a street and then uh, count them one time and get an estimate. You have to look quite hard, look under cars, in the gutter, do a repeated site resite surveys and then do an estimate. Again, I'm saying these estimates have an accuracy of, say, 80%. I'm not saying the numbers that I have counted uh, or our team has counted is, an, uh, is a perfect number. There is a margin of 20% error. But still, it is enough to uh, plan a program, be it a rabies control program or a sterilization program. Uh, can you explain us how we can control, I mean, with vaccination, how we can control uh, rabies in humans? What the media is currently covering is dog bites. It, the issue is not rabies. Um, we are hearing a lot of increase in dog bites around India. But are we hearing an increase in rabies cases is the question. Um, where disease reporting is very good, uh, for example, in Kerala, where the surveillance is excellent, they have a very good hold on their uh, human rabies death numbers. So this should be um, encouraged th throughout the country, which is happening through the state action plan for rabies control across the country. Hopefully, we will have uh, better numbers reported in the coming years. Um, to eliminate, eliminate rabies in the dog population itself um, is possible. We have demonstrated in uh, Goa. We have vaccinated 70% um, of the population every year for the past eight years. We are now not getting any uh, rabies cases in dogs. Our human rabies cases stopped uh, in 2017, more than five years ago. So we vaccinated all dogs going door to door, every own dog and every stray dog possible. We had uh, up to seven, up to 80 to 90% coverage in many areas. And if um, uh, municipalities, corporations across India prioritize rabies control, it's very possible. Right now, Bangalore uh, started in 2020. A surveillance system was started initially with a hotline where people could, could call if there was a do biting dog, um, if there was a suspected rabid dog, and a team would go and respond and pick this dog up. This is something that every municipality can start right away. Um, so if there is a, a biting dog, there is a history of this dog biting, uh, uh, there can be an action plan um, to deal with this particular dog because all dogs are not attacking people to death. There are some dogs that have developed this behavior or are rabid. But there is a broader concern over how to deal with stray dogs. The most vilified are often those who feed stray dogs. Dr. Gauri says they are the wrong category of people to target unless they are doing it for reasons other than compassion. She also spoke with Alka and me about the challenges of dealing with stray dogs that do bite and the best practices to follow while feeding strays. 
in india stray dog lovers and people who care about and speak about uh, dog bites rabies are uh, divided drastically how will you put about love for stray dog and yet you can be a responsible uh, feeder or stray dog lover so the stray dog problem um, is an issue stray dogs are the source of rabies but rabies contributes to around just 1 to 10% of the total bites that occur in a population like ours so suppose there are around 10000 bites in a city every year just 1000 of those bites would have caused rabies in people and they've already reported this to the hospital and getting pap so these people are not going to get rabies so bite reporting is a problem i would suspect that there are more number of bites that are occurring than what are reported currently now coming to the issue of uh, feeders um and um general public being divided about uh, uh, feeding dogs um this is a sensitive topic a lot of times feeders are uh, described as villains of the society who are solely responsible for all the dog bites that are happening in the city and this is not true they contribute very partially very to a small amount of the dog population they're not feeding every single dog in the city garbage is feeding the entire city so let's talk about dog population management and rabies separately because these two are very different problems even if you remove rabies from a population like we have in goa dog bites continue to exist we still get around 22 to 23000 dog bites every year although these are safer and no one will ever die of rabies in the state but the bites will happen and the category of bites can vary and it does not necessarily have to be uh, done by a rabid dog so if every feeder takes responsibility of nurturing dogs that they feed the contribution of them towards increase in dog population can reduce there's a supreme court order saying that you can't uh, do this you can't relocate dogs you can't ask people not to feed animals um and i strongly believe um that this is an act of compassion and many people would say this is a displaced compassion uh, these are people who want to show their uh, affection and compassion to something but they haven't found anything and now they're uh, showing it to uh, stray dogs but at the end of the day it's still compassion right why stop compassion why stop for someone from doing something nice a lot of places um in india don't have access to sterilization there aren't veterinarians who are trained to do sterilization at village levels and taluka levels i feel bad that uh, feeders are uh, opposed as villains and and they're not um they can actually uh, make a huge difference to a control program to a rabies control program or a dog population management program if um authorities work with them and not against them also if i am a stray dog lover i go and uh, put food on footpath in open mm-hmm. space is mm-hmm. is that a right thing to do how can i be a, a socially responsible feeder so um there are two things here one is why are you feeding uh, the dog is it because you care about the dog or don't or are you worried that you're wasting food if you're feeding a stray animal just to 
feel less guilty about uh, wasting food this is a very wrong approach you cannot uh, give it to um, a stray animal that will multiply and there'll be more rats there'll be more dogs there'll be more crows if you put it outside on the footpath it is garbage it is very wrong to feed dogs on the footpath they, this can be done in an organized manner several feeders um, in um, bangalore i know in other cities have uh, formed groups very simple whatsapp groups where they plan their feeding and have allocated feeding areas so dogs then recognize that these areas are where you get food and there are areas that they won't get food this can be timed it can also be timed um to prevent it happening during uh, say school hours where children are walking to school or where there is a lot of public commute this can be done at hours of the day when it won't disturb anyone and yes there is resource guarding that uh, that happens so dogs recognize that this is uh, an area for food and they start become protective about that area so the area has to be chosen properly where uh, it does not pose danger to uh, people now i'm again i'm saying uh, we are going to encourage feeding because these people who have now have an organized feeding system should sterilize the dogs that they're feeding if you're feeding them you should be able to pick them up and take them to uh, abc center so um, the dog population increases with human population increments um if it, the number of people increase the number of dogs increase now how do we prevent dog population from increase how do you bring a stop to this sterilization can help to a certain extent but it is still uh, equivalent to mopping the floor with a tap open you cannot control dog population uh, through sterilization it's it's close to impossible and what is how are these uh, dogs multiplying right how are they sustaining life on the streets they're getting food yes feeders are there but there is a lot of garbage also available if garbage wasn't available most probably there wouldn't be this, these many stray dogs now the, there is no scientific evidence to prove this this is only um, an anecdotal uh, uh, thought from um, ecology that this could solve the problem we would need research groups to see if uh, cleaning up your city making garbage absolutely unavailable would it uh, reduce uh, stray dogs in an area what are the problems with abc center government has come up with animal birth uh, control program what mm-hmm. is the pro- problem with uh, animal birth control program recently uh, at one of the public programs former deputy chief minister of maharashtra mr ajit pawar hinted mm-hmm. that how uh, uh, the number of uh, sterilized dog uh, mm-hmm. was shown higher uh, than reality during lockdown time so corruption mm-hmm. is a, a known and larger problem in abc control program and how mm-hmm. it is hampering the uh, whole system um i would refrain from commenting on the corruption side of the program the concept itself is not feasible animal birth control surgeries to control dog population is not feasible and, and with the numbers we have and with the populations that we are dealing with we are dealing with large dog populations that can move in and out of areas very easily so every area has to be sterilizing dogs at the same rate and now this is an extremely um, expensive affair 
So it becomes uh, quite impractical. And you will soon see um, uh, publications from our side um, where these are numbers that I'm speaking from memory and uh, these are estimates. But um, what uh, this research uh, estimates is, if you want to see a change in uh, dog population, you need to sterilize more than 80% of the dog population for more than 10 years to see a reduction in 50% of the population. So if, if there is infrastructure and uh, a budget to manage this, well and good. We might see a 50% reduction in 10 years. But are we able to do 80% of the dogs? Can we sustain 80% dog sterilization throughout the year in large uh, cities is uh, the question. So uh, when we see a global picture, I guess Mexico has successfully eliminated uh, rabies. Uh, when we compare to India, not only in rabies program, where do you mm -hmm. see like dog bites, stray dog menace, then all these attacks? Where do you see how, how many years we will take to reach that stage? Mm. Well, the global target is to end any dog-mediated human rabies by 2030. Uh, Mexico started vaccinating their dogs in uh, 1980s and they vaccinated uh, every possible dog uh, twice a year for 10 years and have eliminated dog uh, canine rabies in their country. Mexico is quite different from uh, India. Uh, we Our um, demography is different, our dog population is different. Uh, we can't draw direct similar uh, lines from there. Um, our dog population is much larger uh, than countries that have eliminated canine rabies. Um, most of the countries that have eliminated canine rabies don't have free roaming uh, dogs anymore. Um, I would uh, say um, it is possible. Um, but I don't know if it will be possible by 2030 to eliminate uh, canine rabies but definitely can uh, eliminate dog-mediated human rabies through a lot of awareness programs where people know that they have to get vaccinated if they're bitten by a dog. Um, also very importantly, if they know that they should vaccinate their own dog because that's the first line of contact, right? There's a stray dog that might bite an own dog and this own dog is inside this person's compound or inside the person's house who can turn rabid anytime. If people vaccinate their own dogs, um, that would make a huge difference uh, to the rabies situation in India. Um, having said that, again, uh, the availability of canine uh, rabies vaccines is a problem. Uh, there is uh, human rabies vaccines fairly uh, accessible to the public in India, uh, but uh, canine rabies vaccines are not available for uh, uh, at village and taluka levels. So that has to be made available. The only problem that is lacking here is motivation. I don't see a funding problem. I don't see a vaccine problem because uh, luckily in India, we make we have the capacity to develop and produce our own vaccine. We don't need to import. So this is uh, this, uh, a prioritizing and a motivation issue. Yes, but uh, coming back to dog bites issue, uh, because mm -hmm. you are working in this field, so... Uh, can you explain why the stray dog packs of dogs are attacking uh, children more and more? I can speak from my experience and my observation uh, in the field. Um, dogs tend to attack when they're in packs. Um, a dog 
by itself one or two dogs generally don't uh, attack it is when where they're in a pack their uh, basic instinct to hunt uh, kicks in and anything that is running something small is a target uh, to chase and bite um in the wild they would have chased say uh, rabbits and rats um or some us or uh, larger mammals they're still dogs and they are living with us so children become uh, a very easy target for them uh it's very sad uh, if you've been bitten by a dog you would know i've been bitten and it's very scary when you have five six dogs surrounding you i'm a full grown adult uh, a tall person uh, strong have all my limbs working and it's still very scary when they attack um and it hurts uh, and you can be maimed for a while it's it's um it's an experience no one should have and if it's a child it's even worse a 3 feet uh, a child with no defenses is a very unfortunate situation and i hope something can be done about it and the only immediate solution is to bring awareness in children on what to do if they're in that situation i know the large we shouldn't have stray dogs is the answer but what can we do at the moment like from tomorrow i don't want to see children getting bitten that's the aim so a mass awareness campaigns teaching children what to do and what not to do will help for example asking them to climb onto something uh, taller maybe climb onto a scooter uh, onto a car onto a compound um prevent yourselves from getting bitten in your face and hands um protect those parts first uh, scream for help try not to run but it's very difficult not to run these are things that you, we can uh, teach children a lot of children sometimes instigate this also um they throw stones uh, they're trying to snatch something away from uh, a dog getting puppies while while the mother is around mother will be, be protective she will come and attack um touching sleeping dogs accidentally uh, stepping on a sleeping dog there are several times that uh, unintended interactions happen and these can also be uh, reduced dr gauri one uh, thing i wanted to ask is uh, you know you listed the various things that children can do but mm-hmm. post something like this like in delhi we recently had two cases mm-hmm. in hyderabad you'd have two cases what do you do with say a pack that like is it safe to have that pack still in that same area if they have then attacked or what is the strategy to be employed in that case then i'm immediately thinking about the parents of these children um how do you uh, console a parent who's uh, who's lost a child like this there is nothing that we can do to make uh, that person feel uh, better and um, it is very common for the public to get vengeful and um, and kill these dogs immediately um, does that solve the problem in the long term no but what is the solution okay arabian dog you will observe uh, get clinic uh, a veterinarian to uh, stamp saying that uh, this is a arabian dog and needs to be euthanized um with a general biting dog that does not uh, have rabies is very tricky uh, to deal with due to the public's request and uh, municipal authorities and with the consent of uh, uh, more than one veterinarian these uh, dogs with uh, chronic biting history constantly attacking people the solution has been euthanasia and i'm talking with a lot of trepidation because 
from I love animals. I am a veterinarian because I love animals. I love dogs. I it I would not want a dog that has uh, a chance um, to be a better dog to lose its life. So now um, I have to speak about the economics of things. How feasible is it to put a dog, um, a biting dog away, observe its behavior, b- try to bring a change in its behavior and then put the dog back in this location? Is it feasible? Am I speaking practically? Um, I don't think so. Um, but uh, yeah, this... And um, and it cannot be uh, mass euthanasia of uh, dogs. Very quickly, these areas will be taken over by dogs again and there will be uh, one or two uh, chronic biting dogs and to reduce the pack behavior you have to reduce the number of uh, dogs you there is no other way you have to reduce the density of dogs uh, in these areas to uh, stop pack behavior so it's say you're saying that there's a pack of dogs and they've attacked uh, someone in that area what can be what has to be done uh, next I think uh, the, the municipality will have to do a risk assessment of the situation. And uh, like I said, uh, it, based on uh, the dog's uh, history and chronic uh, behavior, uh, a decision will have to be made. You, you know, a lot of what you're saying is awareness-based. And I'm just wondering, yeah. who is this person who is making the awareness known? As in, how do you even spread something like this? The budget that is um, allocated for animal birth control for dog population management is entirely for uh, surgery and post-operative care. There is no budget allocated for awareness. So uh, um, this part of the ABC program, there should be some funding to create awareness. Right now, that doesn't exist. And schools, um, well, in Goa, we have incorporated uh, a lesson in the science textbook for six standard children about rabies and prevention of dog bites. This can also be incorporated in the in state curriculum across the country. I'm sure there are lessons about how to keep your city clean. Uh, this can come under that. And generally, uh, compassionate towards animals, uh, wildlife, environment, and also how to prevent yourself from getting bitten by uh, uh, an animal. So um, I would say the immediate um, solution is awareness. There is budget which can be fenced for uh, awareness. If you're giving one crore uh, to an ABC uh, center for animal birth control, uh, put 20% of that into awareness. You have to have two people going uh, to schools, to communities, speaking about rabies, dog bites, responsible pet ownership, sterilization, and everything to do with owning a dog and uh, uh, and a stray dog. Um, also, like you said, the feeders are perhaps the biggest point of contact for a lot of dogs. Um, mm-hmm. But what do you do in terms of, say, management of Stray animals, there a broader strategy that could be employed, even say city-wide, where, you know, you deal with the problem rather than dealing with it when there is a problem? So feeders um, are well-networked um, and compassion is contagious and um, feeders do work very well together. So the conflict arises between uh, feeders and the general public is when these dogs are not attacking or chasing the feeders. They are doing this to people they don't know. 
So in a neighborhood, um, it would be very helpful to bring awareness about general dog behavior to the public. Now, see, for example, feeders have taken effort to vaccinate the dog, have taken effort to sterilize these dogs. Now, these dogs are preventing more dogs from entering this area because if you remove this dog, another dog will come back because we haven't uh, stopped the source of uh, dogs multiplying, right? So there will always be a fresh dog population waiting to take over the existing area. So when, when people have already put an effort, and not just feeders, animal birth control programs, municipalities have spent crores of rupees to sterilize dogs. So when you already have a population that has that is controlled and that has been sterilized, it is important for the public to understand the difference between uh, an unsterilized dog, an unvaccinated dog, and a, a regular dog behavior. If you... Uh, talk to people uh, about the advantages of having uh, stray dogs. There are plenty. People say that they feel safe on the streets because uh, they know that this, these treaties will help them if someone were to attack them. And they have. There, there is a lot of uh, uh, stories of uh, treaties helping uh, a woman being attacked or a woman getting chain snatched. Um, burglaries are prevented. Stray dogs work far better than any automated uh, uh, alarm systems. They protect the whole street. When there is an advantage that some people are seeing after putting this much effort there, uh, maybe just awareness about how to deal with this in your own street uh, can help. If every person took some effort to keep their street clean, get a dog uh, sterilized, um, we would see immediate changes. I know people don't like to hear this. They would want to say, uh, this is not my problem. This is what the government should be doing. Um, but while we wait for the government to do something, people can make a change themselves. Today's episode was produced by Alka Dupkar, Jairaj Singh, Sune Marathe, and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas, and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TY+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at tuipodcast at timesinternet.in.